In this week's episode, we are going to take a look at the disappearance of Dulce Maria Alaves from Bridgeton, New Jersey. Dulce was five years old when she vanished from a playground in Bridgeton, New Jersey. Her little brother Manny, the only witness to what happened to her, is nonverbal. Her family falls under suspicion from the public eye. Do they know more than they say they do? Or are they just a victim of public judgment? I'm your host, Candace Chen, and this is episode four of Finding the Lost Podcast. Dulce Maria Alaves, Gone in the Blink of an Eye. Dulce Maria Alaves was born April 14, 2014, to Noema Perez Alaves. Dulce, now five years of age, was living with her paternal grandparents and three-year-old brother Manuel, who they call Manny. They lived in Bridgeton, New Jersey, which is a predominantly Hispanic suburb of South New Jersey. Noema lived in a house nearby with her new boyfriend, Edgar Martinez. Dulce and Manuel were given to their grandmother when they were born to be raised by her. An Oxygen Network's Crime Timeline article has quoted Noema saying, My mom said she wanted her full custody because she loved her. Like, my mom and dad loved her like it was their other daughter of theirs. And I accepted it because I knew she was going to be in good hands with my parents. End quote. From then on, Noema considered her parents to have custody of the children. Dulce is a typical five-year-old little girl who loves seeing her friends every day at school. She attended kindergarten at Buckshootum Road School in Bridgeton. She loves to sing songs from the musical Frozen. She is also scared of the dark and loves her family so much that she hates to be away from them. She was even excited as her mother, Noema, was expecting her third child with her boyfriend, Edgar Martinez. Dulce couldn't wait to meet her new sibling. It is important to note that Noema's current boyfriend, Edgar Martinez, is not the father of Dulce or Manny. Dulce's father lives in Mexico and has been there since Dulce was a toddler. She has stated that her and Edgar Perez, Dulce's biological father, were not in a relationship and she hardly knew anything about him, according to NBC10. Nothing has been said about the identity of Manny's biological father or his whereabouts that I have come across. On September 16, 2019, Noema went to her mother's house and waited for Dulce to come home from school as she wanted to spend more time with her children now that she was expecting a third child. Noema took Dulce and Manny, as well as Noema's eight-year-old sister, Dulce's Aunt Camilla, on an outing. They first stopped at a convenience store so the kids could get ice cream, and after buying their treats, they climbed back into the car and headed to the Bridgeton City Park. 
Noema parks her car in a space where you can see most of the playground and Dulce and Manny get out of the car with their ice creams and run to play, heading towards the playscape. Noema said that her and Camilla stayed in the car and Noema helped Camilla with her homework. From where Noema was parked, the playscape where the kids were was visible. However, the park's swings were covered by a hill in front, making it a blind spot. They could see the kids playing on the playscape in swings, running in and out of view, and this would be the last time Noema saw her daughter Dulce. After about five or ten minutes, Noema looks to see her kids, but she doesn't see anyone. They wait a few minutes to see if the kids drift back into view. They don't. So both Noema and Camilla get out of the car and head toward the playscape. As they are approaching the playscape, Manny comes into view, and he is just standing there crying. Noema asks him where his sister is, and Manny, who is nonverbal, told Noema through a sort of sign language that she was behind the buildings. These buildings he is talking about are maintenance storage buildings that the grounds crew use to store equipment for taking care of the park. When Noema headed toward these buildings to look for Dulce, she started calling out her name, but got no response. Dulce didn't come out. When recalling the incident at her Dr. Phil interview, Noema stated that at first she wasn't panicked because she thought Dulce was just playing hide-and-seek. Still, Noema found no trace of her daughter. While searching around the park for Dulce, Noema came across some young girls playing basketball on the basketball courts and she asked them if they had seen Dulce or seen anything. According to Noema, one of the girls said that they had seen an African-American man walking behind the buildings that Manny had pointed to where Dulce was running behind. Noema then again went back over to the area behind the buildings and started yelling out for Dulce. It is reported in some news articles that before Noema called 911, she called her brother and told him she couldn't find Dulce, and he came to help her look. Then, after not finding her, Noema called the police at 4.48 p.m. People start to search for Dulce and any witnesses that might have seen or heard anything. They then come across the four girls on the basketball court who Noema talked to earlier to ask about her daughter. One of the girls told them that she saw Dulce running behind the equipment storage buildings and also saw a red van with tinted windows and a sliding side door. The police start their search for Dulce and start to interview family and witnesses and on September 17th, the day after Dulce disappeared, the FBI joined the search. At around 10 p.m., an Amber Alert went out for Dulce. In the Amber Alert, a description of Dulce was posted. Surveillance video in the convenience store that they stopped at shows Dulce is wearing the same clothes in the video that she was reported to be wearing when she went missing. Included in the Amber Alert was also a description of a light-skinned, possibly Hispanic, male about 5 foot 6 inches tall and possibly wearing orange sneakers, red pants, and a black shirt. At this time, police believe that he is somehow responsible for Dulce's disappearance or has information that could lead to Dulce's whereabouts. They say it's possible that he lured Dulce into his red van from the playground, 
the same red van that the witnesses reported seeing earlier when Dulce was seen running behind the maintenance buildings. While the FBI and Bridgeton Police Department continue with their investigation, people who heard about Dulce's disappearance started to gather in the park where she vanished for a vigil and to pray for her return. The rest of the year goes as follows. On September 19, 2019, Dulce's family held a press conference where they asked for people's help in searching for Dulce. They answered questions and begged for whoever took Dulce to bring her back unharmed. They asked that if anyone has any information, no matter how small or insignificant they think it is, to come forward. At the time, they posted a $20,000 reward for any information leading to the ID or the conviction of a suspect. The police get in contact with Dulce's father, who lives in Mexico now. They question him and clear him of having any involvement in Dulce's disappearance. Then the reward increases to $35,000. While the police continue to run down tips that are constantly coming in, the family continues to hold press conferences. At the beginning of October, the FBI places Dulce on its most wanted missing persons list. They are desperate for any leads for her case. The community members continue to organize their own searches for Dulce at the park and the surrounding areas. The reward grows to $52,000, and the police release a composite sketch of a possible witness of Dulce's disappearance. Then, in December, Noema does an interview with Dr. Phil. It is there that we first hear about an old family friend that tried to date Noema, and now she is suspicious that he might be involved with her daughter's kidnapping. We also get more of a closer look as to how Noema is responsive to the questions being asked, and also her demeanor during the show. This interview strikes up some questions from the people who are following Dulce's case, especially those within her own community. People start to judge start to criticize Noema. First, it's about Noema letting Dulce and Manny go play unsupervised. Then, it's about how she is hardly seen upset or crying. Then the gossip and theories start. Did Dulce's mother have anything to do with her disappearance? Maybe the whole family knows more than what they're saying. People start to speculate on what happened to Dulce and who was involved. Facebook groups started to pop up dedicated to finding Dulce. One in particular that was started by the family spokesperson at the time, Jackie Rodriguez. In this group, the members discuss Dulce's case and any news that they hear about. Although Jackie is no longer acting as the family spokesperson, she still runs her group on Facebook to help keep awareness of Dulce's case to the public. After the Dr. Phil interview, Noema and her family go quiet, with the exception of a march to Bridgeton City Hall in support of Dulce in January. They do not do any more interviews, press conferences, or speak at all to the public. It's kind of like they went into hiding. Because of this, the public started getting suspicious, asking questions. Questions that they ask are, what is the family hiding? Why aren't they out there making more noise? Why does it seem like they aren't fighting hard for information on what happened to Dulce? 
many people are wondering how Noema can't at least be more vocal in the search for her daughter. However, other members of the public argue that maybe the reason for the family's decision to shy away from the public scrutiny is because the family, especially Noema, were being criticized and judged by their actions and didn't want to draw more focus to them than to finding Dulce. Maybe they're getting threats because everyone has their own ways of grieving their loved ones and everyone is different in handling stress. But unless we are in their circle, or they tell us directly, which probably won't happen, then we don't know why. But with everything going on, they were still able to hold one celebration. That celebration was held on April 25th of 2020, Dulce's sixth birthday. Her sixth birthday should have been filled with balloons, games, cake, and presents spending time with her family while they celebrated her growing another year older. But instead, Dulce's family is forced to celebrate through a Zoom virtual call, and the worst thing was that they were celebrating without Dulce. Dulce is still missing. The police are working diligently around the clock to find Dulce or any information that helps them figure out what happened to her but there are no closer to finding her. Although tips keep trickling in, it's these next leads that I'm about to tell you that has everyone confused and wondering why they're being sent. There are several businesses in Ohio that receive anonymous handwritten letters. Jackie Rodriguez, the family spokesperson at the time, stated in an interview with Fox 6 that she had received an anonymous letter, but that it didn't have anything to do with Dulce or her case. Just some random words like 1776, Mexico, border, New England town. Then a letter was sent to a casino and horse racing track, another one to an ice cream shop, and another one to a library, all mentioning Dulce or her case, but nothing that led to any progress. The police were able to trace the letter that was sent to the casino back to a city in Mexico. These letters led to the Bridgeton PD investigating and searching places that were anonymously sent in through tips. The two-day search didn't produce any further evidence, and these letters led nowhere. The search for Dulce continues, and while the police and FBI ask for the public's help regarding submitting tips and information, there is the risk of them receiving false or erroneous information that results in their time and manpower being occupied checking out those tips. But the police still investigate any and all tips or information that has been sent in. It has now been almost four years since little Dulce vanished. The police are still looking for that key piece of evidence or information that leads to Dulce or to what happened to her. The reward is now up to $75,000 for any information leading to Dulce or the conviction of a suspect. Noema has since had her baby and is staying positive, hoping for a break in her daughter's case. At the time of her disappearance, Dulce was five years old. She was three foot five inches tall 
and weighed 60 to 70 pounds. She was last seen wearing a yellow t-shirt with a stylized image of an elephant in white on the front, black and white checkered pants with a pattern of flowers, and white sandals. She is a Hispanic female with black hair and brown eyes. If anyone has any information about Dulce's whereabouts, or what happened to her, or about anyone involved in the case, please contact the Bridgeton Police Department at area code 856-451-0033 or the FBI at 1-800-225-5324. Thank you for listening to Finding the Lost podcast. Sources and more information about this case will be listed in the description of this episode. If you like the show and you want to help support the show, make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the show so you can stay up to date on new episodes and so that we can continue to bring awareness to these cases. Another way to help support our show is by subscribing to our Patreon page. There, you'll get access to more episodes that are not part of our regular show and early access to the episodes before they are released. If you have a case that you would like us to cover, you can send us an email at findingthelostpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at FindingTheLostP and on Instagram at FindingTheLostPodcast. We also have a Facebook group where you can join in on discussions about the cases we cover. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any other podcast platform you listen on. Until then, stay safe and see you on the next episode.